All right, good morning, everybody. It's beautiful. April 29th, 2019, excited about so much that's going on. Just an incredible week this past week, and just been able to see so many people that are hungry down in Houston at the Alliance Certification Training. It's just awesome. I know Paul, Phil, myself, Kelly, there's so many other folks, leaders that were down there, just being able to just see people that are so, that have a desire for more, that people that have a desire to change their lives, people that have a desire just and hunger to change. And I just love seeing that. It just fuels me to see people that are that want just they, they have that they just want it. They have that, that fight in their eyes, you know. And uh, it was awesome seeing. We just had such a great group of people down there from uh, serving the the whole the whole crew from his great senior Dustin and Courtney and Ken and um, Kelly and Phil and gosh, just an incredible group of people um, helping out down there. And um, gosh. It's just great to see people's lives change in such a great way. Um, so what I wanted to talk about is I know Paul and I chatted a little bit earlier, and we wanted to chat about really enjoying the enjoying the journey, enjoying the process. I mean, I had something else I was going to talk about, and I was – it's interesting reading, and then he texted me, and then this is perfect. What I wanted to talk to you about is <clears throat> enjoying the journey, like uh, – there's a promise that says, do not become weary in doing good, but at the proper time you will reap a harvest if you do not give up. And this is a promise that I've held on to for over 20 years. Like during the toughest times in my life, like the, the time I was just telling you about, that, that conference I was telling you about, going through that, those panic attacks and not knowing how things would work out, and I was scared. I didn't know what to do. And... I, I held on to thank God I have, you know, I have God. <laughs> and I held on to that promise of his, of really just, it's a, it's a promise. That is a promise. That is a principle. That is, if you do, do not become weary in doing good, at the proper time, you'll reap a harvest if you do not give up. And that proper time, I don't know when that proper time is, but what I've learned is it's a process. It's a process of becoming. It's a process of, of, of you becoming the awesome and powerful leader that God's called you to be. And that's not always easy to see <laughs> in the midst of the battle. I mean, for me, I was just like, I want, I want it to change now. I want things to change now. And uh, at the end of the day, it ultimately, what I've learned, it's been a process of me just really looking inside myself and, and really understanding, okay, what parts of myself do I need to prune? Just like a great mind. There's parts of my life. What wrong? We, we talked about that last week about the, uh, the baboon that, that puts his hand in that small little opening and he, to get those seeds or those nuts. And he's grasping on the nuts, therefore his hand is caught in there. He's trapped. Now, he's, he's, he's choosing to be trapped because he won't let go of what he thinks looks good, right? And for, for us, that could be a, a way of thinking, a wrong thought process. It could be bitterness. It could be anger. It could be offenses. It could be, and we're ultimately trapping ourselves, Right? And so what I've learned is, is it's been a process of becoming and being, you know, for me, growing closer in my relationship with God and really being more aware of myself and what I need to change. And another thing, I, I really, it was so great to have some time with Tim Goad last week and talking with him. And this will make more sense here in a minute because the, the purpose of this talk is en- enjoying the journey and really understanding that it's a process. 
process of, yes, yes, you're growing your business, but ultimately what the result, your business growth is ultimately a, grow, is, is, is ultimately a reflection of your personal growth. And, yeah, sometimes we see people have rapid growth, and, but then it all falls apart. It's because they, they didn't have the character to sustain it. That makes sense. And we've got to become, we've got to be the right person in order to, to have that result on the outside. And uh, that's just where that promise I hold on to makes so much sense. And, and Tim and I were talking about it, and Tim talked about it, and I've read about it as well, is be planted. There's a story that <laughs> it talks about being planted. And it, and it says, King Solomon said, those who are planted uh, shall, flourish, shall, shall flourish. And being planted is so is so important because what happens to a plant if you transplant it every three weeks is like there's there's a story of an old lady she just kept she had a gardener and she she planted this tree and and then every like every every not even week but less than a week she's like yeah, I don't want it there we put it over there and then the next week she's like we change it and put it over there and then they kept transplanting the tree and the problem with that is is that you know when that happens, the root systems will diminish and it's not going to blossom or prosper. If you keep transplanting it and moving it around, the plant's going to die and the tree's going to die. So I think so often people go from opportunity to opportunity or from place to place and they keep thinking that the problem is the place. Well, no, the problem, if, if, the problem is me. The problem is, the problem is something with, with it, within that person. And, uh, so what I love about this is that when you plant a tree, when you plant a plant and you leave it there, the root systems are going to grow deeper and deeper. And when the root systems grow deeper and deeper, uh, basically it says when the fruit in the tree is put in the ground, it, has, it, has to, it basically has to face the rainstorms, it has to face the hot sun and the wind, and if the young tree could talk, it might say, please, get me out of here. Get me out of here. Put me somewhere where there's no sweltering heat. Put me in somewhere where there's no storms or winds. Yet the storms and the wind and the resistance and the battles, just like you, it's, that's exactly what's strengthening the tree. And, you know, if the gardener actually listened to the tree, he'd actually, he'd actually harm it. It's like, so it's so important to, to, to be planted. And when I say that, you're planted here with the Alliance. You're planted in this incredible loving environment. You're planted around powerful and loving leaders and Andy Albright and Paul Roberts and Tim Goat. You're planted in the right place. But what I've learned is it's so easy to, to get caught up and in, in, to keep, keep taking hold of our, 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 our past thought processes like we talked about last time. We keep holding on to the old way and not letting go of that. And that's blocking the blessings. That's blocking the abundance. We keep running away from the resistance when we need to run right into the resistance like a buffalo. We need to run right into that storm because it's strengthening you. Does that make sense? So uh, trees endure the hot sun and rainstorms by sending their roots down deeper. So by you enduring storms, by you enduring adversity, by you booking 20 appointments a week, and maybe some weeks you... You book, you book 20 and only in 18 are even there. And then you go sit down with the two and one says, I don't remember you booking this appointment. That stuff's going to happen. 
that's a storm, but it's it, it it's it's strengthening you, and your roots are going deeper, right? Does it make sense? And the adversity that you face is eventually the source of the greatest stability that you're ever going to have. And it says here, the harshness of the elements surrounding the tree causes them to seek another source of life. They will one day come to a place that even the greatest of windstorms cannot even affect their ability to produce fruit. And I think about that. In order to do that, you've got you to be planted. You've got you to be planted. As my wife says, bloom where you're planted, meaning if you're not planted and you don't have deep roots, if you don't grow those strong roots, then there's not going to be any flourish. You're not going to flourish. And the bottom line is, is the, plant, the planted will flourish. That's a principle that's true. What does flourish mean? It means to and just look it up in the dictionary or Google. Google it. Developing rapidly and successfully thriving. Grow or develop in a healthy or vigorous way, especially as a result of a particularly particularly favorable environment. And here at the Alliance, here here what we do is we we build leaders. We build powerful right environments where people can belong before they behave. But the environments right right environments. Um, in culture, Trump's strategy any day of the week. It, 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 it doesn't matter what kind of organization you're a part of. I was reading a, I was reading two different books last night, reading one that was written by Navy SEALs. I was reading another one written by a pastor. <laughs> and they say the same thing. It's the same, it's, they, and they talk about culture. They talk about, uh, they talk, talk about how culture and, and how important that is, and environment, how important that is to creating the actual result. And I remember there's a, I won't get into that story this time, but I think it's just a good reminder. So it says, if we did not run so fast from resistance, our root systems would have a chance to become stronger and deeper, and our fruit would be plentiful and sweeter in the eyes of God and more palatable to his people. We would be mature trees that that uh, God delights in rather than, one, that, rather than the ones that are uprooted for the lack of fruit. We should not resist the very thing that God sends to mature us, is what he says. And I just kind of drew out my own diagram is be planted. Um, expect adversity. The adversity, the resistance, the disappointments, that's exactly what's going to strengthen and deepen your root systems. And then I read this morning, it was interesting, because I read this before I even read this other stuff. Um, and these are, these are like parables. I don't know if you like parables, but... I love this parable because I think this, as we said, as Paul was talking about, we were talking about enjoying the process. And I think this, this parable is such a great example of our business. It's such a ex- great example of, of as we're recruiting, we sell, we, rec- we recruit, we build. And, and when we're looking at things this way, then it's a bit more encouraging to understand what we're actually doing. And we, we, I think my problem is I, in the past I found myself trying to control everything and trying to make that one thing that, that square peg fit in a round hole. And that's the very thing <laughs> that that blocked the, the process. And when I, when I started, when I let go of that old way of thinking and just surrendered and surrendered to the process, um, this, this parable makes sense. It said basically a farmer went out to sow his seeds. And as he was scattering those seeds, some fell along the path and the birds came and ate it up. So that could be like you're, you're recruiting and inviting people to meetings, right? <laughs> Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. 
But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seeds fell among the thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still, other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop, a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. And then he goes on to talk about, uh, he goes on to talk about, when anyone hears the message and does not understand it, he says, the evil one comes and snatches away. Now, I'm not trying to preach at you, but these, these are real life, these examples from principles that work. The evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in the heart. So, messages, the right, the right messages, the right, the, right, uh, the right culture, the right love conquers all. Seeds, sowing seeds of love and encouragement into other people is what I'm, what I'm saying. Okay, this is seed sown along the path. <clears throat> so, he says, the seed falling on rocky ground refers to somebody who hears the word, who may hear the opportunity. Let's, 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 let's keep it kind of like within the alliance. You may talk to them about what we do, and then once receives it with joy, they may receive it. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. Woo-hoo, yeah. But since they have no root, just like I talked about before, they're not rooted. They're not, they're not planted. They last only a short time because they have no roots. They have no depth. When It says when trouble or persecution comes because of the word or something happens in life, a hard thing happens, disappointment happens, a frustration happens, they quickly fall away. Has that ever happened? (laughs) The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word. But the worries of this life and the the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop, yielding 100, 60, or 30 times what is sown. And so that example, that parable of the farmer, it really makes a lot of sense. It's like it's just what we do. We sell, we recruit, we build. We're just looking for the right people that have the right heart, who are grateful, easy and fun to talk to, people that really like helping people. We can't control who they are. Now, ultimately, the more we grow, we attract who we are, right? The more you grow, you're going to continue to attract different people, right? But we, we can't control what, what people do. But we can, what we can do is sow the seed. And as we're sowing the seed, this farmer, we already said, some of the seed falls on the path and the birds get it and gets ate up. Some of that seed you sow is going to fall in rocky places where it didn't have much soil, which means these people may be excited for a little bit. And then you're like, ooh, where'd they go, right? Uh, they're fired up, and then the sun comes out and scorches it, right? And then some of the seed actually falls on the thorns, and it grows it grows a little bit, but it's choked out. Maybe people just have a hard time in life. They just can't handle it, and they got to deal with the challenges of life, and the weeds that choke them out maybe are, are just tough things they're going through in life or a wrong thought process, right? We can't control that, right? But still, some of that seed that you're sowing, it falls on good soil. It falls on really good fertile soil that can actually have deep roots and that can actually bloom where it's planted. And, it, and actually that, that will produce 160, 30 times what was sown. And so I just want to encourage you with that. It actually says yielding 160 or 30 times what is sown is what it says. So 
So I want to encourage you, enjoy the process. I want, I want you to focus on you can't control what other people do. However, you can control what you do, as Andy says. You control your attitude and your activity. You control your, you know, you control, you're focused on growing. You're focused on developing a deeper root system. And I want to encourage you to continue to have to keep that others focus versus self-focus. Be the example. Be excellent. Inspire other people. You go out there and lead with your heart. You know, it's not all about you, meaning I want to be careful when I say that, focus on other people. That, that doesn't mean don't go out there and do your best in the field. That doesn't mean don't write business. <laughs> it means focus on other people, but you realize how powerful your example is. By you going out there and being the example and doing the best you can do, you're, you're inspiring other people. You're inspiring other people with your example. And, and grow. You know, gratitude is the gateway to joy. And the best way for me to show Paul Roberts my gratitude is to continue to grow. The best way for me to show Paul Roberts my gratitude is to, to, to get to executive vice president by December 31st, 2019. The best way for you to show your gratitude to Paul or show your gratitude to your agency manager is to grow. That's the best way. And I just want to encourage you with that. I hope that was helpful. Um, remember, dream, struggle, victory. And everybody on this, on this call has a dream that God's put on your heart. And the struggle, the adversity, that's the very thing that's going to strengthen you and build your character so it sustains, it sustains the biggest battles. Ultimately, it's preparing, you, it's preparing you for your destiny. It's preparing you for your time. It's preparing you for the abundance that's in your future. It's preparing you to lead thousands of people to victory. That's what, that's what it's all about. It's about us helping other people. It's us loving people, serving people, caring for people. So I love you, Paul Roberts. Thank you so much for being an incredible example. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. And uh, y'all, have an awesome week. Look forward to chatting with you. Take care.